Round one. Fight! 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 It's been two months, do 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 do. Been two months, do 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 do. Been two months, do 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 do. I'm sorry. You don't. That was that was very good interesting. Yeah. Hi guys. What up? It's been two months. Is it real? Damn. Oh, we're horrible. We're sorry. We keep saying we gonna change, and then. <laughs> like a boyfriend who's never stopped <laughs> yeah, like, cheating. We keep doing it wrong, but y'all keep coming back because we got the good good. No, I see him. No, I see him. No, Sorry, I'm y'all. We just, ugh, I don't know. Like, you know me and my jobs and scheduling and. And I'd be tired. Right. I'm tired yeah. in a mug. But we got to keep going because one of these things have to pay our bills one day. One day. So, again, this is Let Us Argue. Whoop. I am Amber Lynx. Before the future. And oh, I said it backwards. Wow. And this is Let's Argue. This is how <laughs> I know. We, we don't be doing this right because I'll be out of order. But, um, yeah, guys, this is Let Us Argue. And and uh, today's podcast is sponsored by Tap Water. <laughs> I get it right from my sink. <laughs> you can, <funny>. too. <laughs> sponsored by Tap Water. Sponsored by Tap <laughs> For, for those of you who are dumb, that's not a real thing. I don't, I don't know why I had to explain that. It's a joke. Anyway, you feel like people would really been like. I realized it was like, let me look up tap water on Google. Oh. Wow, they sound like a company I should invest in. Bitch, invest in your fucking sink. That's what, <laughs> that's what it is. Get you a Brita. Hey, I will say this: tap water be delicious during the winter time because you know the pipes get like hella cold, and then you pour so you don't even gotta really refrigerate it. You can drink it straight up. And you got ice cold Not water. Not in L.A., though. Don't drink L.A.'s water like I've drinking enough, so if it's bad, I'm I'm going to die. No, it's just like you haven't tasted, like, good water from the sink. Like, go to Oregon. Oh. I got Moore Park in, like, near Simi Valley. Like, I do wrestling on the side. And I, just, I was really thirsty, and I couldn't afford to get water, so I literally just drank straight from the faucet. That shit was, like, cold and refreshing. So they got it going on. I don't know. What they do over there, but bring that shit over here to LA. But uh, <laughs> isn't that part of LA? I guess. Oh. Some people separate LA from like other, like everything is LA, but not everything is LA. If that makes sense, like <laughs> okay. I think it's literally separate cities, even though we're all part of Los Angeles. Anyway, let's get into it. Uh, first things first, we are going to do the bullshit of the week, uh, babies. <laughs> You've had enough weeks for these past two months to have some bullshit, I'm sure. Very much so. BS slash blessing. True. Um, my BS is... Uh, let me start with the blessing first. You know, give honor and glory to God. He was ahead of my life. <laughs> I found a church today, which was very refreshing to me. And I'm very thankful for that. So, shout out to Jesus Christ. You know what I'm saying? I love you, God. I love you, God. Um, my BS, y'all, Chick-fil-A played me again. Like a basketball game. They played me again. Like, I legit has been hired by Chick-fil-A twice and fired without ever really working for them. 
And I don't know why. I don't know what I did. I don't know why they won't. How you get fired on your day off? <laughs> what? You know what? That's part of the movie. I wasn't on my first? day off, though. I know. It's just that you... How you get fired on your first day? <laughs> Basically, I went in to do the paperwork um, to, like, you know, do the, the, the ID and stuff. And she was like, oh, I put your, your social in the system. It seems that it's already in the system. I was like, yeah. Oh, she was like, you didn't tell me on the interview you worked for Chick-fil-A. I was like, it was for a day. And why would I put that on my resume? And I don't understand why I wasn't able to work there. They just let me go. And then she did the exact same thing. I didn't hear from her for about a week. And then she emailed me to say that I'm no longer hired. And I was like, what the, What did I do? I don't know to this day what I do. So I can like never, ever give Chick-fil-A my business. Ever again. But their food is so good. I don't care. They're trash. The way they treated me. So you going to turn out Chick-fil-A if I give you some Chick-fil-A? Yep. That's a lie. I want some in and out. I'm going to stick to California, bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. Well. Screw <laughs> them for firing me twice. And I thought I had two jobs, and they screwed me twice because the first time it happened, you can go watch on my YouTube channel. The video is called Fired and Hired the Next Day. And they hired me, and then they made sure I didn't have another job, and then they fired me. So, nice. yeah. Horrible company. They don't like gay people, so I should have known. Yeah. That's a red flag. Um, my bullshit. Christian, uh, my butt. <laughs> they a Christian company. That ain't Christian at all. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> that ain't nowhere near God. Um, my BS. I'm gonna start with that first. Is oh, there's been a lot of BS. Like it's always usually work related. Duh. Where else would it come from? <laughs> um. I guess the other, because I'm tired of be, beating the dead horse, so I'll, I'll drop this. You tired to talk about how you had? I'm tired of talking about that nigga. Uh, <laughs> like, I could write a book on an, on my annoyance for him. But uh, regardless, I think the BS, and I have to say the Super Bowl. And it's for two reasons. One, the game was pretty whack. It was staged. Um, <laughs> staged not, pretty whack. Um... Unless you're a defensive game lover, which I appreciate the defense played on both teams. It was great defensive games. But other than that, it wasn't Super Bowl worthy to me. Uh, but the main BS is for, and I, I know a lot of y'all going to connect with me on this. They did not play that SpongeBob song. Wait, that was real? Sweet Victory. Yeah. I thought that was like a meme that was just going around. No, that was, like they played like two seconds of it and then it went immediately into Travis Scott's sicko mode. What? You're like, supposed to play the entire thing. Like, do you guys realize how much you would have been praised for for playing Sweet Victory? Like, you could have played that whole ass... The song itself is like a minute, a minute and a half at the most. And then you could have went into Travis Scott's performance. I'm just saying. Um, like, people were mad. But the funny part is, at a hockey game literally like two days ago... They actually played the Sweet Victory, like the whole video, mm-hmm. and incorporated like um, like videos of the fans in the crowd and stuff, and everyone was turned up, turned up. That hockey is 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 dope as fuck. Just for that. Um, other than that, come on, dog. That was I don't know. Uh, but my blessed of the week happened today. We went to church for the for, for me the first time in like a year or so. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know when the last time. Well, no, we went to church on one time when we went over to your yeah. Your well, I, I still think that was like a year or so ago. Yeah, yeah. something like that. <laughs> um, but no, we I I I got a lot out of it. Um, I got I don't know. There was like a moment, and those of you who are Christian or religious or at least have know that there is a higher power. There, it was one of those moments where like you had to like be by yourself and and personally talk to the lord or whatever and i got to do that mm-hmm. um like i legit was having it was so weird because it legit i could not to like freak him out but it was like i legit felt like so it was kind of speaking to me a little bit and then i was speaking back it was really weird it was like a weird experience I think that was because we were in, like, a place full of, like, positive energy. Mm-hmm. And the pastor was really dope. Um, I like pastors who have, like, a little sense of humor, and he had humor. I don't like the ones who are, like... Like, I I get word wherever I get it from, but his just spoke to me more because he was, like, somewhat relatable. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I don't know, it just... It just it, I felt at peace. I, I'm not going to lie. I felt kind of, like, iffy on it because I was, like... I haven't been in church so long. I don't know if I like this church, blah, blah, But mm-hmm. for a first-time experience and for the hour or so we got out of it, it was a pretty dope experience. So that's my blessing of the day. I definitely feel a little lighter in my heart and good about things. Wait, you know your phone does it at the bottom? Yeah, I saw it. What the heck? My phone looks like it got shot 10 times, like 50 cent or something. Somehow you but. just <laughs> forgot it and dropped it. So what happened was we ordered food, and I got the food, and I had, like, the keys and the bag of food in my hand and i guess it slipped out and i didn't notice um and then i walked away and then we were looking for my phone for like 30 minutes and then i went back out there and saw it and it was cracked and i was like damn my guess is because i don't think all this just happened off the fall i feel like maybe a car kind of did they something. ran over it'd be flat Maybe. I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, y'all. But anyway, uh, that was our BS and blessings of the week. And Just now, so you know, if you haven't noticed, um, he's running the show this year. Yep, that's right. It's season two. It's my time. Let Us Argue. And yeah, go ahead. Oh, songs. Songs Ooh. of the week. Baby Shark. No. <laughs> Mine is, it's like a old, it's, it's. <laughs> For those of you who know, it's William Singe, William Singe, William Singe, 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 Singe. I don't know why, but the Pony Remix. No, not that. We were. Yeah. It, it came on at work, and it was like it made us all laugh, but none of us were like turned it off because he sounds so good. But it's just hilarious. So you'll know once he once he starts singing. William Singe with Bad and Bougie. I don't know why, but that is like the dopest. He's one of the dopest cover artists ever, cause like he he'll turn like a trap or like a hard ass song and make it sound like some that. Can play instruments. That too. I wish I could do that. Better I mean, we all did it in school. We just didn't stick with it. Yeah, I was low key learning the drums, and then I, I just stopped. Drums. drums are drums are a very underrated instrument. I feel like, cause everyone's like, oh, they just make the boom bop 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 sound, but nah, you didn't. <laughs> no. Um, What's yours, I, I haven't really been listening to music lately. 
I just been listening to podcasts and stuff because I feel like uh, sometimes you get tired of listening to the same music. And I think Apple has it set up to where if you press shuffle, it will play the same songs in the order. Uh, you know, it's shuffle. And it's strange. Like, how? So, I don't really have one, but um, I guess I can uh, play a song that I like. I will go to immediately if I was to open my phone and play music. Maker. Shout out to producers. I sing a jack to a ruba. I know it sounds nice, ooh. You gon' fall into my trap. You gon' fall right through. Even when you with your lover, and your phone's on you. When I call you a Uber, you gon' come right through. You can cry you a river. I won't forgive you, and I won't ever, ever trust you, and I won't ever, ever miss you, and yeah, I got my baby mother, but if she fuck another nigga. Yeah, that was, yeah. Woo! So that was it. It's, uh, Come Closer by, uh, A Boogie featuring Queen Naja. Yeah. So, we're gonna move on to... We're gonna move on to the... Topic of the day. Yeah. So today's topic of the day, which will be chosen by me, because like I said, I'm running this ish now. Yuck. Um. Sounded like Goofy. You know Goofy's a cow. He's not a cow. I refuse. He is not a cow. Apparently, he is a cow. He is not a cow. That is literally just a troll and a meme. Okay. Because if he were a cow, he would be. No, if he were a cow. Yes. But if Goofy were a cow, he, he would a be bull. a bull. Yeah. He has no horns. He has a dog. Right he has that. dog ears. I was like, who made this up? <laughs> There's literally a cow character in, in their right. world. And doesn't he have a... That's no. his girlfriend, right? And, no. and oh, snap. House, the cow is his girl. Oh, snap. They do have a little thing going on. Dang, Goofy. Go, Goofy. Get you some. Uh, anyway, <laughs> today's topic of the day, and this is something that I've been like seeing a lot of and it's kind of it's kind of dumb but the topic of the day is what does it truly mean to be a man now should i provide no i feel like you should you should say i'm gonna know that i ain't grow but okay despite but man i met but i mean based (laughs) on like your what you chalk up to be if you have a son what what would you want him i mean when you have have a son Okay, when we have sons, <laughs> and I'm obviously going to do my darndest to make sure they are the most upstanding citizens of the world and, and kind and and generous and God all that. But on your end, because you will be helping me raise these, these little rascals, what is it that you want your son to be that you wish other men were? Because there's a lot of different definitions of what people think a man should be, and there's this whole toxic masculinity thing going on, and even the pastor said that today. He did, and I was like, "This thing is spreading like wildfire." Wildfire, <laughs> wildflowers. Um, honestly, from no example that I don't have mm-hmm. of a of a man in my life, but uh, I think a man would be as close to God. Mm-hmm. as possible meaning he will be loving without judgment mm-hmm. he will be providing for you not saying that you the person the woman can't work or whatever just saying like if 
you ain't got it, he got it. Mm -hmm. Or if you need help, he's helping. Mm -hmm. Um, He will be uh, someone you can talk to, someone you can confide in. He will be emotional because it's like a lot of y'all are taught to hide that. And that don't make no sense because we're human. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, He will be able to understand. I know a lot of us aren't a, a lot of women are just, idiots and dumb and really want y'all to just read our minds and that makes no sense Zero because sense. like girl he they're dumb you have to literally tell men what you want because they're not gonna guess it we're dumb as fuck so uh i believe that instead of like you trying to instead of you being angry or being mad at you can't figure her out how about you just ask or try to um get it out of her in a way and if you can't then you obviously aren't dealing with a mature woman but um, also, I think that you should want to be a better person. You should want to be the upstanding guy. Um, and you should want to to help. What is it? If you're married, your spouse. If you're not, you help your family, help your mother, like get be a better relation, get a better relationship with them. Mm-hmm. The fact that you try to seek and if you can't get a better relationship with your t- family members and you've tried, then that's not your fault. But the fact that you tried, I would say that's kind of a man, too. The fact that you just want to be better all around. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's it. Nice. Um, I have, and the more I thought about it, I have had three examples of three different types of men. And these are the men that I've grown up with and have learned from, whether it was good or bad. So the first example, I'll say, I'm going to go with my grandfather. Uh, he's not my biological grandfather, but he might as well be. Uh, he's a white guy named Warren. Love him. Um, he is one of the men that, this is no offense to him, but I think, and this is a lot of what is taught to a lot of young men, is to hide behind something in a sense like your emotions oh. like he he he's the type that always loves to joke even in tense situations he finds a way to f- make a joke that's out of so it me. and and that's i think growing up and just how we bonded that's why i tend to make a lot of jokes i tend to to smile <laughs> like when i'm nervous and that's just like in a way hiding behind it because it it I will say it is scary to 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 put yourself out there emotionally and it is scary to like admit what you're feeling at times. The second example of of a man would be my uncle where he was the complete opposite and according to to everyone in my family um I'm kind of like him when when he was younger cuz he used to be the crybaby of the family like everything Anytime he felt sad, anytime he felt hurt, he would cry. And um, being in a family that is like 80% women, you, you're, women are more nurturing by nature. So when you cry, you're not told to, to suck it up. You're not told to, to man up or to hide it. So he, he was way more in touch with his emotional side, which... Seeing him, that's why I'm kind of, I have that as well. My heart is worn on my sleeve. Um, the third example of the man, and this is, this is the typical, especially in the black community, type man would be from my mother's ex-husband, my 
I will never call him my stepfather. He is just the mother, the mother, the father of my sister. Um, he was the the typical nigga. Like, I'm hard. I'm always gonna be hard. I have this exterior. I'm tough. Blah blah blah. I won't ever like express my emotions other than anger and, and toughness and hypeness. Right, and I feel like that's another facade that he's hiding behind because. Where he's from, you know, being a former gang member, you can't show weakness. You can't show emotion because emotion gets you killed. Emotion shows other other niggas that, hey, I can take what I want from him because he's he's weak. And I get that mentality to an extent, but he was he was too hard for his own good. So those are like three examples of men. You got the one who hides behind the jokes and hides his emotions you've got the one who's in attuned to his emotions and then you've got the one who tries to to perceive himself to be bigger than what he is now what i feel a true man is first and foremost a man is someone who can take care of his family uh including his immediate family including his own personal family which is built between his girlfriend or his wife or whatever um First and foremost, you got to make sure everyone's good, especially if you have children. A man should be able to protect and provide for his. Maybe legit women who be with a man who don't care for their children. What is wrong with you? Um, <laughs> and that's that's the other thing. Like, as a man, and this is just what I've summed up, um, you know, I grew up with my father leaving me around the age of, like, eight. Um... So luckily, luckily, luckily I had him till I was eight. So I have memories. Um, Very on and off came and visited me on my birthdays that stopped after my 12th birthday. And that was a day like he did not come at all. Hadn't seen him for years. Um, He even taught me what not to do. And a lot of the men in my family have, have taught me what not to do, whether by telling me or whether by by inadvertently showing me. Um, for one, if I have a child, I'm not leaving the person I have the child with unless, like, we've both come to a conclusion that it is not going to work out for both I of us. I would leave me and my baby. But I'm saying, even if that were the case, <laughs> as as a father and as a man, if you have helped create a child and put it in the world, you should not distance yourself from the child. You and the baby mama, that's whatever. Because that relationship between you and her, that's whatever. But that should have nothing to do with how you have a relationship with your child. Yeah, which, I yeah, I agree. I don't think you're a man if you don't take care of your children. Right. People, which, like, you're half a man. Like, you got a whole piece of you out there, and you just don't care. Which basically became a, a running theme with my father. Because every single child he's had, he eventually stopped fucking with them what is that why and a lot of it and and a lot of you men especially those of you who are going to be fathers soon you need to get that mentality out of your head what you and the mother have has nothing to do with you and the child right because i get hate so-and-so's guts but if i have a child with them the child comes first period period no if ands or buts the child comes first the money you're sending is for the child whether or not the, the baby mama uses it for herself, she you know, won't. she she she's she probably not going to use it for the kid, especially if she's one of those ratchet girls. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
if that's the case, then you buy the shit for. That's the I other thing. That, this is the. I think a way to help with that would be um, if the baby needs something, get the items. Get the, no, or get that, or get the uh the gift card for that specific store. So that way they can't go run and do something else with the money. Like if the ba- like if Babies R Us was still out there, and the baby needed formula or clothes, get a Babies R Us, you know, gift card and boom. That's what I'm saying. I think a lot of y'all don't think about. It. You think that it's just the money they need. If your kid needs clothes, don't give the baby mama three hundred dollars for clothes. Go be like, what's his size? If you don't and know, and if she get you mad, should. then you know she wasn't gonna do nothing. She, you with know that she's. Money. A, if he needs food, you get the food, you get the formula, you get whatever the kid needs. Like, I feel like child support shouldn't just be like, shouldn't just be Physical monetary. Money. Yeah. Like, courts should literally be like, you are responsible for every month purchasing clothes, diapers, food for the child. Because mm-hmm. if that's the case, then I feel like it, it makes it easier because then you know for sure what the money's going towards. Yeah. Um. Also, fathers, a real man needs to stop. For those of you who who choose to stay with your woman, a real man honors his his woman. Girlfriend, wife, doesn't matter what the situation is. You honor her. Like, point blank. Because... She could die for you. That's she what could. She's doing. If, she's bear- if she's bearing your child, you definitely need to be there for her. Even if she's not, unless you two have come to an agreement that, hey, this isn't going to work. Why not? Like, a lot of men try to be hard. That's the other thing. Men need to stop suppressing their emotions. Like, point blank. Because when you suppress shit, that shit comes out later in life and in negative ways. Sometimes it's the woman, too. They don't want... Because, like, you know how Donald Glover is married to that white lady? Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, y'all don't like y'all don't like men like Donald Glover. A lot of them don't want that soft, well-spoken man. And like that's, you are, and the sensitive ones. They don't want... And for y'all some are, reason, y'all, y'all are toxic dumb men. for that. Because they be the ones who treat you best, girl. That's because, why you keep getting ran over by all you, these men. And you'll be the first to be like... Why is he always so closed off? Why Why is he so secretive? Why is he... Like, I'm not trying to, like, put blame on anybody, but a lot of the times, if you're, if you're afraid of a man who's, who's willing to put his heart out on the sleeve, that's what sometimes creates cheaters because he's like, well, I can't come to you. I can't talk to you. Even if it's not physically cheating, he's going to emotionally talk to somebody else eventually because someone's going to be like, hey, you know it's okay if you open up to me. And... What I had a friend like that, and he was like, he didn't want he he didn't go into cheating on his girlfriend with the thought of like I I don't like her or I I want to be a player, but she literally was like emotionally unavailable to him. Like he would like start to say like you know this is how I'm feeling, and she would straight up call him a bitch or like why are you why are you being what? like a, why are you acting like a woman? And what he took you? and he took wow. that as he took that left as fuck because he was like. Isn't this what a relationship is? Isn't this where we're supposed to admit how we're feeling? And so later on, he found his his now current girlfriend who actually was like, you can talk to me and stuff like this. And like, she got mad. She's like, well, why are you talking to her about your problems? And he literally was like, hold the fuck up. Every time I come to you, 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 you trip out on me. You call me a bitch. You say I'm acting like a female. So what what is it? She's like, well, you shouldn't be talking to other hoes. She must not have no father. Whether she did or not, it's still, like, and again, I know this subject is about the men, don't get me wrong, but I am saying that there are situations in which some women create these toxic masculine right. people. They do. Um, the other thing I think being a man is, is just owning up to your shit. Yeah. Because a lot of us don't own up to our shit. A lot of us like to blame others for our problems. Like, I could... 
I could be one of those guys who'd be like, well, my father wasn't around and blah, 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 so this is why I am. That's, That's bullshit at the end of the day because good or bad, we all at some point have some kind of mentor in our life. Um, and if it is bad, then I understand why you're kind of like, oh, well, this is how I am because that's all you know. But for the good men out there, there's really no excuse for you not owning up to your shit because at the end of the day, the only one responsible for what's happening to you is you to a certain extent. Like how you take things is how you take them. So if every time you get mad, you want to fight somebody, you already know that's, that's not a good way to handle that shit. But you're going to take it as, well, I didn't have no one around to teach me, so I got all this pent-up aggression. Nigga, join a boxing gym. Like, like if you got to get, like, take ownership of your faults and turn them into positives, I feel like. I feel like people uh, allow themselves to be stifled by the things that they've gone through. Right. Like you allow it to hold you down. Like, a lot of us grew up You limit fathers. yourself. That don't mean we got to be the same people they And that, that's what I'm saying. Like, the fact I didn't have my father for... A majority of my life and even when we reconnected and then when I thought oh we're gonna have we're gonna establish a relationship again like I'm cool like I totally forgave him I was like just seeing him again like when I was like 18 19 just seeing him again was enough for me to be like I still love this man as my father I want to establish a relationship I'm already in the future I'm thinking like man I can't wait for him to meet my future girlfriend whoever she is I can't wait for him to attend my wedding and blah blah, blah. and he stopped returning my calls he didn't come to my birthday when i invited him he had all these excuses and eventually got to the point where he just he just would not respond to me so and then on their behalf like i'll be seeing the movies and it's true because i know it has to be true because that's the only way it would make sense they seem to think that since they messed up so much that them being gone would just help right that don't make no sense sir you already been gone like right so (laughs) even if like the people who are willing to accept you, you coming back Take that and grab that, like, cause some people aren't open to that. Cause me, I had um, I, my my biological father. I don't know who he is. Barely know what he looks like. Don't know nothing about him. I only know his name. And then I had um, I grew up with my grandmother, and she had a husband, and he was around until I was about eight, and he was a truck driver, so he wasn't around around. He was just the man that sat in the chair, mm-hmm. and that uh, picked you up, kissed you, and and that was it. You know, I barely remember anything about him. So, and he tried to, I guess my grandma told me he tried to like, he wants to talk to me or whatever. And I just felt like if he wants to talk to me, he would call me. My grandma has my cell phone number. Give it to the man. Cause I feel like if you left me, I'm more, I'm more than open to talk to him, but I just feel like I shouldn't be the one to, to extend the bottom line, the olive branch. I want you to come talk to me because if that's what you really want, you will do it. Just Another thing is for men, if you're going to get involved with a woman who has a child, at the end of the day, you know for a fact that however far it goes, eventually you and that child are going to have to establish a relationship. And there's a lot of men who don't think that way because a lot of y'all are too focused on on getting some from the woman that you don't give two shits about the kid. Like, you might bond with it a little bit or you might be like, oh, you know, hey, what's up? What's good? We can hang out. Yeah, I could watch your kid. Yeah, we could chill. But when you're a child, and this is one of the issues that I feel like my mom had and not to, like, air all her business out like that. But when she did have different boyfriends coming over or whatever 
not that she was a hoe. It was just like, you know, like she had like, you know, she's a woman. She was single. She had different boyfriends or whatever. But when we would establish like relationships and I would consider like one guy, he was he was fairly young. So I, I saw him more as like a big brother type of thing. And I was like his little brother. And she broke things off and didn't want him to have like a further communication with me. So that sucked. Then she had another guy who was trying to be a pastor and I started seeing him kind of like a stepfather and he had a daughter. So we were kind of becoming like a siblings in our own little family. She cut him off and I didn't get to hear from him. So it's like women and men, you both got to realize that if you have a man coming into the picture, that it's not the biological father and you are looking for long-term things, the child has a huge part to play in it. It's not just a relationship between you two. It's a relationship between everybody. And a lot of men don't see it that way. So they take off and they're like, they don't think anything of it. They're like, oh, whatever. But not knowing that as children, we take things. It's harder for us to grasp things when we're kids. Like, we're like, well, where did so-and-so go? Like, he was literally over here a week ago. Like, I thought he was going to take me to a baseball game or something. And then you're you're stuck there because no one's explaining shit to you as a kid. No one's saying, oh, he's he's not going to be back around. You're just sitting there like, well, now I miss this person. And that that messes you up as a kid because it gets you used to people leaving, entering and leaving. And that's I think that's why I've kind of been like iffy on her her future boyfriends because it's like, oh, I wonder how long this one's going to last. Like Mm -hmm. and this and it kind of messed it up for me because now I don't feel a need to to create bonds or relationships with these people. No matter how long they're, they're with her, no matter how long they're around, I don't see see a immediate need to bond to this person because i know at any moment's notice they're gonna be gone so that's why i'm like okay oh well that sucks he's gone goodbye like as men i just feel like as men we definitely have to do better um stop considering these men who who openly express their feelings to be like wimps or, or pussies because I one of my friends he wears this shit on, on the sleeve I've seen this nigga cry like multiple times over women or over a situation but he will still beat your ass like <laughs> there's no there's no event I'm afraid of this nigga like I, I will never fight him because I know I will lose I've seen him whip someone's ass before so it's like oh shit so don't don't associate that with he's weak or he's timid or whatever because just cause we like we can we can cry when we need to doesn't mean we, we ain't got the hands so so that doesn't classify us as not a man if that's what you're thinking well a man has to be able to defend physically his people like that doesn't classify it so it's like stop walking around with this toxic mentality that i have to be hard all the time or i can't show emotion or i can't say how i'm feeling unless it's anger mm-hmm. like that creates a that creates a problem because you're teaching the next generation of kids that's why all these young kids out here are gangbanging that's why all these kids are are doing drugs and all these kids are trying to be hard or impress somebody or or trying to like come up and get jewelry and be all hard and shit like at the end of the day a man takes care of his business he takes care of his family and more importantly he takes care of himself and his relationship with the lord like point blank like even if you're not religious whatever but the other points still stand you're missing out if you're not you are but <laughs> hey we all get we all gotta find find our path to him eventually so that's why I don't stress nobody. Like if they're like, I'm not religious. I don't. I'm just like, all right, I am. You're not. It's cool. I'm friends with people who don't believe. So it's like, Insane. at the end of the day, like because my relationship with God is my relationship. I'm not. I'm responsible, but not responsible for other people's relationship with Him because that's their personal relationship. Mm-hmm. And regardless, I just feel like, as a man, as a young black man as well, 
I have to hold myself to a higher standard. And that doesn't make myself better than someone who, who doesn't express his emotions. That doesn't make me better than someone who's hard all the time. Mm-hmm. But to me, that's just the path I have to walk. You're going to eventually find your own path. And you're going to end up where you end up. At the end of the day, real men, man up and and just handle your shit point blank. And to end it off, um, women, like... To a man, if you find a man or you uh, you come across a man um, who who happens to wear his emotions on his sleeves or who happens to not be the typical man that you've ever run into your life, please don't go and call that man soft. Don't go and call him names because he's in touch with his emotional side. And don't call him gay or none of that unless he is. But there's there's really nothing wrong with it like there if men were more emotional i feel like we would a lot of the crimes and a lot of the bs that we run into it would stop because a lot of it is because toxic masculinity and y'all just think y'all have to be these brolic unhappy men all the time like there um i know i come across these videos that where women are being smacked or being hit by men and then you all you do is see all the men stand around and look at it like what like in your mind as a man what makes you not want to protect a woman like yes we're supposed to be equal but as you can we all know that men are physically stronger than us so you can sit back and watch a woman be attacked now if she did the attacking first if she did anything first and he's retaliating and it's a it's a what is it called what is it called when you retaliate it's a (laughs) it's self-defense then cool whatever but if you see a woman be attacked by a man and you just watch it in awe like, what is, why, why, why? And then, like, I know some men be like, why is it our responsibility to do that? It's because you're a man. Because if it was your mama, your grandma, your sister, you would do the same thing. So, at a random woman, why not? Step in and be like, hey, you're not supposed to be hitting a woman. Instead of just watching it. And it's a lot of young men who just think that that's okay. Well, ain't none of my business. It's not. But the fact that you don't feel weird, it's like watching, okay, say if you saw a kid that you don't know being like, slapped around beat up you would intervene on that even though you don't know the kid yep but the fact that you don't know this woman you feel like you should mind your business the fact that you don't feel any type of inkling of trying to do something is strange to me and that, it, and that's less than a man to me in my opinion because you don't feel the need to 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 protect even if you don't feel the need to fight whoever she's, you ain't even gotta like, fight you ain't gotta swing but you can like be like yo Step dude in. chill or like take her away like, like, i already called the police they're on the way something like there was one video and i liked it it was um of a hispanic dude with his son they were riding home after getting like dinner or whatever and he witnessed like this this dude like kind of forcing his girlfriend in the car and they're arguing and she visibly you can tell she wants to go she wants to leave she is not comfortable mm-hmm. so he so he just pulls up he's like yo it doesn't look like she wants to go with you let her go and you know he's like oh mind your business it's none of your business and he tells his son yo hold the camera son's filming or whatever he comes out and he's like look He's not about to to do nothing to you with me standing here. I won't let him. So if you if you want me to drive you somewhere, just get in the car and I'll take you where you need to go. And you know, dude backed off. So he didn't he didn't have that's to swing. How, that's how you know you're not a man. You backed off to another man, even right. though he was willing to do whatever right. to a Because he literally said, like, if you want to put hands on someone, do it to me. And a lot of you a lot of you have that that like I gotta be strong mentality. And I like I'm not again, I'm not downplaying women, but when you see a woman who physically cannot really defend herself, what makes you feel so manly that you have power over her? Like, 
and another man steps to you and literally challenges and, you, and you to do the down. same thing. And you're like, he shut up for the rest of the video. He did not talk. He was just looking at him. And the dude was like, kept telling the woman, like, you can you can get out the car. He's not going to touch you because the minute he touches you, is I'm, I'm on him. So he was yeah. like, like... You, some of y'all are pussies, like yeah, point blank. Like, a lot like of y'all, just y'all, y'all, y'all really, bark. y'all really get bark. off on on going going off on women or people who can't defend themselves. Right, that part. Like, like, man, like, uh, <laughs> I could go so in on this subject Cause like, cause because there's so many of y'all who, who and do I that was shit. Just looking at that on Twitter, somebody was like, "Why is it our responsibility?" Because because, you're a man. because imagine that was your sister. Imagine right. that was your mom, and there were a whole and bunch of people around. There, and somebody right. other man. Is imagine around. there you were like mad. imagine one man was putting his hands on your mother or your sister or your grandmother, and there are at least four dudes surrounding who could help but right. choose not to. Instead, choose to you film. You would be mad. Like period. So. Like at some point, we as men have to stand up and be like, "Yo, that's not cool." Like. No one's saying you gotta get involved like physically, but but d- make your presence known right. and and protect. And this isn't just about women. This is just about anyone in general. Like I see people get jumped or get beat up on, and people literally stand and watch with that mentality. Well, I I I don't want nothing to do with it. Right, and I get and I, it. I, I get it. Self preservation is a thing with humans. Like it's it just is. And if you don't look, here's the thing. Here's a tip. If you don't want to step in and fight, this is the thing that I've noticed that that could always work. Be like, yo, somebody called the police. They're on their way. You should get going period you ain't right. gonna fight you, you ain't gonna do nothing. like yo cops are on their way so y'all should just break this shit up right now because y'all are all going down like even if you're bluffing that shit can help right but a lot of y'all turn a blind eye to that shit and that shit makes irks me like the like the kid you know that kid who got who got murdered because he went into the liquor store and there were like six dudes yeah. who like chopped him with a machete or some shit like and a lot of people are like well i understand why people did after he got jumped Someone could have done something like he literally walked his ass to the hospital, which was like five blocks, mm-hmm. bleeding out and died on the outside of the hospital because he could not make it in on time. Someone could have easily had had taken him to the hospital in the car. I get it because people don't want to they don't want to involve themselves in situations like that. Gangs. It's scary. And Some gang, of them are like, like, you know, they. But at the end of the day, when is it going to be like, you know what? Fuck that. Let me take care of my fellow man. Like, no one has that mentality anymore. And it's fucked up. And like I said, we could go in on this subject, but we've already, like, spent a lot of time on it. And at the end of the day, men, step up. We got to do better. Um, and and to my women, you got to do better, too, because y'all, y'all, cre- sometimes y'all help create y'all the do. men that you complain about. You do. You most definitely do. So. But moving on. To the self-care of the week. And mine was literally today, like I said, with the whole church thing that that took a lot uh, of of weight off me in a way. Like mm-hmm. I felt at peace there, um, you know. Still, it was still kind of like nerve wracking, but not like nervous. Like it was, it wasn't like a bad nervous, but it, it was just like I hadn't been in church in forever, so it was like I don't know how I'm really gonna feel. And even during it, it was kind of weird, but eventually that feeling went away. Um, I'm very weird when it comes to meeting people for the first time. Today, I legit was trying to work on looking people in the eyes. That shit is uncomfortable to, like, look at someone in the eyes while you talk really? to them. To For me, it, especially when it's a new person. If I'm used to you or we talk, I could do that. But, like, when I meet someone for the first time, especially when you, like, 
I met the pastor's eyes. Like he had like just this like positive like glow yeah, in his eyes. Like he was like, I love God Jesus. Bless. Like he was like, like I love you, God. Like that's legit. Like his persona, <laughs> and you can tell like he's sincere. And I know a lot of y'all would, if you were in our situation, you would have put race into it because you're like, well, he's a white guy. So I, but I didn't feel like yeah. I've never been the type to to look at your race first. I'm always like, let me see his energy. Like when I meet people for the first time, the first thought isn't, oh, he's black or oh, he's Hispanic. Yes, you you can visibly tell that, but that's not the first thought. Yeah. So when I met him, it was more of like, what's his energy gonna be like? Because there are pastors who perceive to have that good right. energy, and, and you talk to them and you're like, oh, he's not. Oh, you ain't of godly at all. Right. <laughs> but even watching his sermon today, like. When he stuttered over his words, you could tell that he stuttered because he was so passionate and like all these thoughts were running as he was trying to do the word. Mm -hmm. And I could tell that it was like, I'm trying to get this message out to these people. Yeah. And I think that's what I like most about it. So, you know, like I said, it, it, it took a lot of uh, pressure off my heart mm. or whatever. And it just felt good now to, have, to, to have that. Now I have to do better. And for me, that was going to church was the same because, um, was it Thursday or Friday? Sometime later in the week, um, I told y'all the Chick-fil-A thing happened, but when that happened, um, it kind of discouraged me because I have been going through these job issues since the moment I left the nest. You know what I'm saying? Like finding these jobs, being promised one thing, and then you get there and find out that it's not that, and then I can't pay bills, and I can't do things that I need to do, and it's this vicious cycle of get a new job promise this don't work out get new job promises don't work out and it kind of depressed me and had me sad and it had me like honestly I felt like I was being attacked um emotionally and mentally because I was just like number one um a lot of these things um a lot of things that happened to me I've always been the kind of like water off a duck's back type of girl like it happened I'm gonna be mad for about 15 minutes and I'm gonna just get over it because I gotta prosper I gotta move on but that day, it just, it didn't, it weighed heavy on me because I was just like, then what did I, what I got to do? Like, what do I have to do? Like, what do I got to do to make this, to, to start working out for me, to make it go to start working? And I just, I couldn't, I had worked out that day. It was the first time that I've worked out on my own. I went out running. I went out doing all these things and physically I felt better, but mentally I was still kind of, you know, sad and I just knew that I, I needed to go to church I knew that I needed God I know I needed Jesus in order to get this off of me I know a lot of you a lot of people aren't religious but if you're dealing with any type of depression God is the way to go he got rid of my depression I legit felt a relief like you got all of my problems God like I don't need to have these because I don't I don't need to have them because it was as a religious person as a person who loves God and accepts God we don't have to have no sorrow, no pain, no worry, because you're supposed to literally give it all to God. And I know that sounds above your head and you're like, what? But when if you are that person, you completely understand what I'm talking about. Because once you give all your problems to him and you don't have to worry where your food is coming, how your bills are going to be paid, you can legit begin to live your life a little bit better. And it just felt like a relief. So that was my self-care, just going to church and understanding and hearing that. Nice. And now... We go to our current event, which has been picked by my babies. We're doing opposites. Um, the current event was is uh so people who follow the 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 Jenner and 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 Kardashian clan. I don't know none of their names or who they are, but uh the Kardashianers. <laughs> Kardashianers. <laughs> um, Stormy Travis Scott's and and Kylie Jenner's daughter 
had her first birthday. Yeah, yeah. But straight up. Shut up. <laughs> Let me finish my thought. Um This is what I'm saying. Like They had they had their baby storming. Oh yeah, they had their uh they had her first birthday party. Now I don't have a child yet. And I just feel like I don't care how rich I was. It wouldn't be things that I would get my child. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just, I don't think I would. I just feel like it would be an experience I want them to have. Like, Mm -hmm. if they're one and they like playing with balls, I would probably rent out like a 100,000 square foot or something and fill it with balls and have them play (laughs) in it. Like, instead of like getting things that would impress adults. I feel like this party was for the adults, honestly. Mm -hmm. It wasn't for their daughter. In a way, the ba- maybe the baby shark was, but that was about it. Like, what do you... You got Louis Vuitton boxes for your french fries. She what? don't... Like, they got her a what? Chanel purse. The baby looked at what? it like, what is that? I bet you that baby would have enjoyed playing with, like, the price tag more. I promise you, if you bought her a toy, she would enjoy the box more. Right. Like, <laughs> I just... Maybe because I'm not a parent, and I don't know what it's like to go that hard for your kid, but I just feel like... Okay. I would want to create an experience other than give my child things up until the age they can, you know, remember it. Right. Now, if they're five, cool. Go all out. Get you, get them everything because they're going to remember it. But that baby won. That's what I'm, I'm saying. I don't, like, what? 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 Like, go hard and all out when your baby is old enough to appreciate it. I, that's what I feel like, right? Because just, it just makes sense. Because at one. First of all, at one, your baby's still, like, registering colors and shit. Like, ooh, that's bright. Ooh, look at that. Look at all these lights. Like, legit birthday parties usually up until, like, a certain age are for the adults. Yes. Like, it's for all the adults to come together and have fun. Yes, it's for the baby, but the baby could... You could not throw a party and the baby would not care. Right. Like, They're not going to be sad or nothing because they don't know Because a baby's life on. is simple <laughs> because it's still registering, holy shit, I'm alive. Like, how how does everything work? Like, what... My arm is moving. How am I doing that? Like, babies are fascinated by the littlest things. Like, I get it. If you're able to, like, you got the money to do it. I get it. But I can understand why. But at the end of the day, don't claim that it's for your baby because your baby does not care. Your baby doesn't care about how many likes it it got. (laughs) It doesn't care about the followers. It doesn't care about that. Your baby literally, the most it's going to care about is maybe the cake because it's like, what is this? Mm. I know we're poor and we're speaking from a poor mindset, but still. Even, like I but, said, if I was rich, I would go out for it, my one-year-old, but not in that way. And I think it really has to do with their upbringing because... They're ri- because well, Travis grew up poor, didn't he? But he's a famous rapper now. Like, he did, yeah. and he doesn't, this is his first child. Yeah. So, like, he doesn't, he doesn't know... And I'm saying, because the Jenners and the Kardashians, their father is a famous, or mother, or whatever he is now. I don't... Uh, okay. Look, <laughs> that, that Jenner Caitlin. is... Caitlyn. before before she was Caitlyn was Bruce, was a famous Olympic sprinter or runner or whatever. So, that's where he got his money. Kris Jenner, I don't know how she, she came She is in. like a momager of the year. I think, I think, and this isn't a discreditor, if anyone knows how she came up before... Marrying Bruce, please educate me because I don't know and I don't care enough to research it myself. <laughs> but as it. far as I know and as far as I see, she got lucky into marrying into the wealth and by doing that has established herself. Yeah. And again, I could be wrong. I don't know. Don't come at me like that. Just educate me. Just don't be a dick about it. Yeah. But that's what I'm seeing. So I'm seeing it more as... She got with him. They they made their money together. Eventually, she was able to do her own entrepreneurship. 
and now her daughters are well off and now his daughters are well off and all that good stuff and now they're modeling and and sponsored by people and get money per like or some shit or whatever they're at that point now so i get it because you grew up having things a lot of us didn't get that luxury like i got like when i was like Eight, I got like these these like off brand Power Ranger toys. Like they were like made in China. They had like little helmets that came off and on, and all of them had the same face. Even the girls, it was like you were all <laughs> men looking like like. That's funny. And to me, I was that was lit. Like I'm like holy shit, Power Rangers. I'm sorry, baby. You I spit on, on me. You. I was like, it's raining. <laughs> but like to me, that was lit because it was like holy shit, I could play with these. Like boom, boom, cake. Pizza, hot dogs, like simple shit. Mm. Y'all are feeding these babies caviar and fucking like tartars and like all this, <laughs> all this bullshit. Like tartars. Things she can't even play. Like on. things like, she can't like. I legit. When I was a kid, it. what made it fun was I had friends. We had hot dogs. We had a jumper. Like that was to me. Kids that was being rich. To me, that we were rich at that point. So, but I get it. You have money. You want to do more. And in Travis's like position, he as a parent, you want to do more for your child than was done for you. Like I get that, but I feel like be reasonable to to an extent. Like come on, when when uh, like five, six, seven, go all out. They can remember it. They can write it down in the journal. Something, but like and and again, I'm not one to tell someone how to parent their kid. But in Travis's case. Make sure your kid is humble because you already know where you came from Mm -hmm. and we don't need any more entitled and privileged kids to come into this world thinking that I run shit now and I didn't have to work for it. Like that, that's just how I feel. Um, but regardless, like let's, let's stop. I'm not trying to tell you how to raise your kid either. It's just like a little, it's a little too much for me. Like I don't care. Like Like, if I was a billionaire and I had my first kid this year. They st- I promise you. They still getting a jumper and hot dogs. Right. Little, like, I, like those maybe little fruit that's because we come from humble beginnings. And the, those but, like, fruit I'm barrels. I'm just going to get you like some balls or a box to play with. Because I promise you my niece, we got her my, her first couple, like my niece's second, third, fourth birthday. Neighbor her. All these things. And she didn't play with none of them toys but the boxes. She said there was Man, plastic and like, the paper and played with it. I was like, like even when I all these toys, girl. Like even when I got over there, like and she, I'm seeing like a sea of toys. She would bring me like like a broken little little doll, and she would like be treating it like it's the baby and yeah. like greatest baby. I'm like, that's humble. That's humble as shit because like most kids would be like, look at this expensive little mini car I can drive around. And she's showing me, like, a Barbie doll, and there's, like, a, a fucking Barbie house over there. She don't even care about the house. She's showing me this doll with, like, a missing eye and shit. And yeah. I'm like, hey, you like this toy? Like, all right, go, go, Avery. <laughs> like, you know, no, but I guess. at the end of the day, it is your we child. We will come back Do to this subject will. when we have children. Man. Because <laughs> I don't then know ma- yet. Then maybe we'll have a better understanding. But till then, in my mind, it's going to be hot dogs, fruit barrel, juices, and maybe a jumper. The snow cone, they would go lit for Ooh, the little snow cones. I want a snow cone. <laughs> it's just ice with flavoring, but right. for for those of you who are rich and don't know what a snow cone is, it's ice with flavors. Syrup. <laughs> Syrup. Uh that was a nice current event, baby. And now it's time for advice no one asked for. Um Is that in my notes, right? Hold on. Um I wrote them down. She's looking for advice no one asked for. Advice that nobody asked for. She's looking for it right now. She's gonna find it right now. Where is it? 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, there it is. Um. If you ain't got one, I got one. No, no is a complete sentence. I think we said that. Did we? I'm pretty sure we did that. I I usually we for it. sure did that one. No, babe, because I no, usually I knocked we it off. We for sure we did. did that one. I know that for a fact. <sighs> for those of you who actually follow, go and find it. But we for sure did that. Um, I would say <laughs> take time for yourself. Okay. Yeah, I think that's important, especially in relationships, because there's a lot of times where people are focused on the other person, which is good. Like, you, you of course, want that person to feel loved and wanted and stuff. But there does come a point where it's like you're doing more for that person than you are for yourself. Mm-hmm. And when you get to that point, you start getting frustrated. You might even start getting mad at random shit because you're like, well, blah, 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 I'm always doing this and that. Take a time. Like, even if it's like, 10 30 minutes out of your day do something that you want to do do something you like like don't don't for abandon that and they should be able to like not be in your presence and be okay and if they're not then they're they need some help that's low-key toxic like if if i can't even just go for like a 15 minute walk without without someone being like where are you why aren't you why aren't you answering that like 15 minutes like for real like i've had that done like where i couldn't even go like five minutes without her being like well what are you doing that's taking up your time or like why are you taking so long to respond it's I'm in the shower. I'm making food. Like I, I don't always have to be on my phone or have it on me. Like especially if I'm in my own house, sometimes I just leave it on the bed and go make myself like a burrito or something, then come back. Like, and she would legit not like that. And it was like, well, what, what the fuck? That's why you with me. <laughs> yeah, toxic ass. I hope you're doing well. She had a baby. She had a baby. Yeah, I pray for her, man, because she's gonna be a lot to deal with, especially yeah. with with a child. I feel like I would too. <laughs> Uh, that was advice no one asked for. And now, announcements. Um, uh, I got videos up on my channel, as always. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do this week. I might not even post this week. I might just go live. But, um, I'm not sure what to do, because I'm not smoking weed. And I have, what, seven days left? I have a week until I can smoke again, basically. Um, and it's been well. I've update on that if you want to know um at my appetite is back i can eat Die. and without getting high and i can um my plan is to to stick to that regimen like no more i can't even wake i don't i don't even want to do wake and bakes no more because i need i'm not the type of person to get up early and make myself food because that's just i'm not doing it i'm sleeping so uh i will I won't probably smoke a blunt, maybe probably to the end of the day, cause I'm not no I'm no longer going to consume weed before I eat to stop this from happening again. Um, I'm not going to. I might bring some with me for fun or whatever, but I want to make sure that I'm consistently have eaten or consumed something that day before I do. And I don't want to smoke before work anymore. Not because I won't know how to do my job or anything. It's just I don't want it to be an all day thing. Like I've been in reality now, and what I think I what I started to notice when I first was weaning off of it that I became a little irritable to things that didn't really bother me at first, and I don't want to be like that. So I have to be a little bit more in reality so that way I can know how to cope with those things without being high. So 
you know, um, I'm still going to be a pothead, just not a all day pothead. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to abuse the thing that I like so much. I just want to be able to enjoy it like a glass of wine. So, uh, yeah. Um, like I said, I don't know about videos this week because I don't have any ideas right now. And Monday, tomorrow is probably the only time, not only time, but the time before, um, my scheduling, like Wednesday, I might change my um actual upload schedule because the whole day between is annoying me and I have people who actually pay attention now and comment and I kind of want to give them content more, more quicker. So I might change my schedule. I don't know yet, Um, but I don't know about videos. I might just go live and do a mukbang or something. But um, yeah, check out my videos. I posted a vlog. There's a new high thoughts concerning everything that happened with 21 Savage and Demi Lovato and everything like that. Um, there's also, what else did I post? I posted something else. Um, oh, probably something about weed related. I don't remember. But um, yeah, those are the announcements coming for the channel. Remember, the channel name is Amber Links. Oh, I'm also almost at 1K. So that's lit. You know, I'm at like 960 something. So we almost there. Um, Yeah. Got any announcements? My announcement is starting next week. I'm gonna start posting more on oh, my music the... channel. Yes, I'm gonna post. Please. I'm gonna post um, uh, behind the scenes of like my creative process. I gotta get cracking on that. I've been procrastinating. I'll put that out. Um, also, I kind of reconnected with my cousin who has his own built-in studio. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna start recording more like covers and remixes and. Um, like, and we could start doing music videos. All we need to do is buy a stabilizer. Yeah, so we're gonna. There's gonna be a lot coming. Uh, I've also decided I'm probably gonna break up my. Um, oh, you scared me. My, yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm like, what are you talking about? Let me just announce our breakup on this podcast, <laughs> and we'll never podcast again. Um, no, uh, I'm probably gonna break up what originally was gonna be my my mixtape or album into like pieces. So it's gonna be probably more like EPs. Um, so expect like four to five songs and I'm just going to release them as like volumes type of shit. And yeah, so be on the lookout. Um, there'll be a link to my SoundCloud and my YouTube and expect a video coming soon this week and next week and the week after that. Oh, I'm, I'm going to try to be, yeah, I would love I've been talking about the music channel, music, but, uh, I think we're going to start off weekly until eventually we're like. I'm consistent enough, or at least have enough content to to. The fuck, that's scary. My phone is glitching. Uh, to to um, produce, at least like multiple days at a time. Like that's the goal is to get enough content to release, eventually to a point where y'all are gonna see me drop shit at least, if not every day, at least every other day. Mm-hmm. So it'll be a slow grind, but now that I have my cousin and I know what his shit sounds like. I think I could produce some good shit. And he's going to teach me how to, like, record myself. So that way, I could probably just go over to his house, spend the night, and be working on shit. So it'll be dope. I um, want to. Yeah. Maybe. You said maybe? Yeah. Why maybe? Because I'm, I'm, I'm hard as shit. And I'm a toxic, masculine person. And I don't need no woman by my side. Shut up. Because. Anyway. Just, just kidding. I love you. Um. um positive note. Ooh, never stop the grind. Never. Does not matter what you... If you're trying to be a chef, 
Never stop learning recipes. If you're trying to be a musician, never stop learning something that's going to help you with your music. If you're trying to be a YouTuber, never stop learning different ways to, to hone your craft. If you want to be a, a, a hoe, never stop sucking the best dick you can suck. Like, at the end of the day, keep your grind going yeah. and <laughs> keep, <kind> like... <laughs> Like at the end of the day, keep keep that same energy that you had that made you passionate about whatever it is you want to do, Trust and keep me, it you're going. Probably going to lose it. Trust the process. Trust it. Like there's a lot of times, and Amber will tell you herself, there were times where she was like, I don't think I'm gonna get. She was concerned about getting the 300. Look at her now. She's at 900, and this is in like in the span of like four, five, six months. Like after she reached like one of her her short term goals. So, like, keep it going, keep grinding. Like, at the end of the day, the process will work for you and you will succeed. And that's what I'm telling myself. I have goals for myself this year. I'm trying to end up on a genius video. I'm trying to get some music videos popping. I want to collab with, with somebody who's big. Like, that's just, I don't care who, but I want to collab with someone who's got a name. And it's not just to, like, like to boost my shit, but it's more like to prove that, hey, this person thought I was worthy enough to be on their shit. So that I'm setting high goals for myself and I'm going to accomplish at least one of them this year. And that is that is that. So don't stop the grind. Keep it going. Eventually you will see the benefits and you will get the, the fruit bearing from the tree. You got to say the first part. What? Oh, and as always, like, I got this. dog. As always, we all know shit. But at least we talking about it. <gasps> Bye. Bye.